Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the EMG podcast. My name is Sen Boyassi and I'm the head of publishing at the European Medical Group. And this week I'll be discussing the biggest themes and stories that have emerged in the pharma industry in March. So it has been a very busy month for the industry, but I will only be focusing on one particular trend that seems to have dominated most discussions and, and drawn some examples for you guys. So at the recent IFA Pharma conference in Barcelona, which as you know from the previous episode, our team have attended. One of the biggest take-home messages that was discussed from pharma companies uh, is to engage in greater levels of collaboration. In particular, it was emphasized by many of the speakers that in order to fully unlock the potential that new tech offers, skills and knowledge need to be shared among a variety of stakeholders. So partnering with those outside of the pharma industry, such as tech and biotech companies and academia and, and patient organizations throughout the world is vital in this respect. And that is why it was so fantastic when I was preparing for this podcast to see a number of examples where pharma companies are combining their strengths in product development with the tech expertise from other organizations. So, for example, there was a non-binding agreement between Merck and Genscript, which is a Chinese biotech company. And that's a strategic alliance focusing on plasmid and viral vector manufacturing. And then Merck also hit the headlines once again with their collaboration agreement with ITCOS for the use of its generative modeling AI technology. And they hope with this agreement that they will facilitate the rapid and cost-effective discovery and design of promising new compounds. And then in addition to this, predicting individual patient responses to treatment approaches is increasingly, you know, a major topic of interest in the healthcare industry. And it is with this in mind that AstraZeneca have partnered with Ceres Therapeutics, and this is to use their expertise to investigate the use of the body's microbiome to improve cancer immunotherapies. Other announcements this month have further emphasized farmers' appreciation of the role that smaller biotech companies have to play in healthcare in the future. This has even included pharma helping to create new biotech companies. For example, Novartis announced a partnership with Blackstone's group biopharmaceutical investing arm called Blackstone Life Sciences, and that is to create a new biotech startup named Anthos Therapeutics. And that startup is aiming to create a drug that prevents a number of disorders by treating clots in acute and chronic situations. And then we also have Bayer, who are often known as the pioneers in collaborating with digital healthcare startups. They have now taken this approach to a new level by announcing that they will be focusing on collaborating in specific digital health areas, which includes patient engagement platforms, AI for drug discovery, etc. So yeah, really exciting. And if you go and research that further, you'll find some specific examples of the companies that they are collaborating with on these areas. And I'm not a big fan on quotes when it comes to doing these podcasts, but I do really like this one quote from their global head of digital health who explained the purpose of this new approach and and they said the digital health ecosystem has matured over the years and there are some very well developed startups across the value chain and we wanted to simplify the process for entrepreneurs to work with Bayer and scale innovative solutions together faster that's why it's time to take the way we collaborate to the next level and you know that's something that we can completely echo and and relate to given these announcements that have happened 
happened, not necessarily this month. You know, collaborations and partnerships has been scaling massively in the industry over the last year. Um, ever since, you know, we, we, we launched Gold, we've seen a lot of these things come come to surface. But it's so nice to see that we are discussing it even more than before and that pharma companies are coming out of their shell a bit more to open up to these collaborations, certainly. So, yeah, it, it has been a busy month for collaborations, as I mentioned. We hope these will help ensure innovative developments are translated into new personalized therapy approaches that make a huge difference to the lives of patients, which is at the end of the day what it's all about, right? Now, we have only mentioned a few examples that stood out this month, but please do join the conversation on our Twitter account and tell us about other recent partnerships in the industry that you think are worth mentioning. So our handle is on Twitter, emg underscore gold. So please do go on there and join our conversation. And that is it for me today. I will be hopefully looking to do these on a monthly basis, doing these kind of monthly review updates, either myself or one of my colleagues, of course. So do make sure you subscribe to our podcast to stay tuned. And thank you again for tuning in. And I hope to speak to you again next week. Bye.